He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> Recording? Yeah. Oh, good. So awkward. <laughs> I know. I don't know why it's so awkward to start on Zoom. It is so awkward to start a podcast. Like, it really is. I don't think a lot of people realize how awkward it is. Like, where do you start? You're just like, hey, how's it going? Like, that's cheesy. Yeah. What, what's the cheesy one that radio announcers go to? Oh, depends what, depends who. Right. But but you're right on the radio because you have a format, right? You have the call letters, you have the bumper intro. There's more of a structure on podcasts. You have songs just... to back sell and front sell. And we're just oh. out here swinging without any underwear on. Doesn't matter. We've been doing this three years. We still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think people think we do. We do. Yeah. Especially today, because it's been about two months since we've done the news. And there's so much garbage news out there on the real TV that I thought we should do like a another weird news episode. Right. I, or just headlines, you know, just some nice topic yeah. conversation because it's not all weird stuff. That's for That's sure. True. That's um, true. But what I want to kick off with is because, you know, we're over a year into this pandemic. And at the beginning, a lot of people talked about dating and single life and stress that COVID's going to have on your relationship if you are in one. And... <clears throat> I found this like a big survey that Cosmopolitan magazine did that talks about, because since there's been a year, what people's feelings are now towards dating. Now that the pandemic is, you know, people are getting vaccinated and everyone yeah. knows that normal normalcy is just around the corner. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. But you know, when thing lockdowns just, you know, another 20 days away or however many. Yeah. Are people going to be all squirrely now and like weird right. around each other? Well, and I think, because like a lot of people, let's think, if you were like some playboy or playgirl dating a bunch of people all the time, that sudden shock of being by yourself when and not with any of the people you're dating because you're never serious about them anyways, that initial shock has to be a lot for someone to, yeah. to take. It's got to yeah. make you feel lonely. And it also has to make you reflect and go, what are my priorities in life and in dating? Like, should I continue when everything's open again, dating, going on five dates a week with different people? Or should I maybe focus my energy on finding one person to settle with? But you have to date a few frogs before you find the prince. Right. Isn't that what they say? Right. So got to kiss a, you got to slay a few dragons before you get to the princess. Okay. Miss game of Thrones. Uh Oh, Don't oh yeah. Get started. Oh yeah. That's a whole other episode. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, it's funny, uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, uh, it was your mom's birthday of the other day. Yeah. And so I was going to find that old clip where we pranked her on the radio. And in that old SoundCloud folder, there's so many Game of Thrones segments because oh. remember Gord would try to explain it to us over and over. He even tried to dumb it down using Justin Bieber and Britney Spears and we still <laughs> didn't get it. It's a great show though. I'm glad I watched so, it. So, but I think that next time we're together or something, we should go listen to those old segments and see if you understand them now because you're like a pro. Right. Take a trip down memory lane. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. I kind of went, I went, I went, I went and, um, and, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went through the preamble already. So I got to find where my, uh, right. where I, 
Yeah. Yeah. See, people, we don't have producers getting the teleprompter to the right spot like everybody you watch on TV. No, reading this shit off of my phone. (laughs) We're we're low budget. Very, very low budget. Look at our sets. (laughs) We splurge on the wine. Exactly. Okay. So casual hookups. Apparently, those are going to be a thing of the past. 64% of people said that they're less interested in having more than one sexual partner at a time. Because they're scared of COVID. Maybe, maybe mm. just health now is, is a lot more important to people. 33% said that they want to wait longer to meet someone in person. And 37% okay. also want to wait longer to have sex. Okay, let's unpack those three for a second. First one, I'll believe it when I see it, especially when it comes to the gays. Are you kidding me? Right. We're not going to do hookups anymore. But the one I did like is waiting longer to have sex because I'm, as I get older, I find that I like to know who I'm sleeping with rather than it just be a random. Right. Exactly. I also don't know if this is just a product of people looking for deeper connections because now they don't want to go through a lockdown alone again. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, is this an example just of, of health people scared for their health? There's a lot of factors that can weigh into this shift in attitude. It sounds to me like a lot of it is influenced by fear of the virus because who wants to stay on their computer getting to know someone more? Maybe I'm wrong about that, but this is why I don't like dating apps. You can't gauge that chemistry connection on an app. So I've been talking to people and then I'm so disappointed when we finally meet because it's just not there. Right. Well, do you video chat? No. That might be where you're going wrong because video chatting made it such a... Video dating has had such a big year, obviously, because of COVID, but apparently 33% or sorry, um, 70% said they're going to continue to use video chat for dating. And the reason why is kind of interesting because they want you to take, because they want to take more time before committing to a date with hopes that it's the first, but not the only. So instead of going for like quantity, you're going for quality. So I don't want to waste my time. We're going to sit and video chat a few times to see if like there's chemistry before we meet in person. So you're kind of getting over that whole issue that you have. I could see, especially straight men being into that because they don't have to fork out 80 bucks for a meal just to meet a girl called Uber eats. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. We can both order the same thing. That would be super cute if someone's like, yeah, let's do a video chat. And like, you're sitting there and all of a sudden you get a knock at the door and they Uber eats you something like a bottle of wine or sliders or, you know, sliders (laughs) and a bottle of wine. Are you hinting? Should I be taking notes, Genimo? Yes, please. I had sliders and wine last night. So please don't send any today. (laughs) Those sliders are good. Um, Also, safe sex is going to be really important too, even though it should be all the time. 42% of people said that they're more likely to ask a potential partner about their health before doing the nasty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, you you should really kind of ask in the first place. Like, Hey, you got any STDs? Like, Hey, how many people have you been with? And when was, when, when was the last time you were with someone else? Like, are those not common in straight world? To, to, they're not I've because... never had a guy really ask me that before we've had sex. Really? 
see, this is where you got to lean on the gaze. We've been through this before with the virus. We right. know what to ask. The problem is people lie. Like if you're a bad person or if you're just reckless, you'll just lie. So, you know, the big question on gay dating apps is when was your last test for HIV? Right. And people just lie. Oh, last month. How am I going to check? It's true. You have to take their word for it, right? Yeah. So asking is good, but at the same time. However, at the same time, if they lie and get you sick or something, I'm pretty sure that's a criminal offense. Oh, it is. Yes. That's if they true. didn't disclose their sexual history. I knew a guy that got, uh, he's in jail now. He got charged with attempted murder for knowingly spreading HIV. <gasps> that's so horrible. What a Isn't horrible it? human. What a horrible human. Yeah. Um, if you are looking for a committed relationship, you aren't alone. 52% of singles said that that's what they want next. So that it, gives me some hope in the future of dating. Did it give an age range here? If you, sorry no. if you said, oh, okay. No, but they're just saying that. And I, I, I think, again, that loneliness of the lockdown and not having anyone to go through it with and stuff like that has, yeah. has given people a fear of being lonely. And I can speak on that because I, the, my fear of being lonely, it, I, I have a huge fear. And I think it gets in the way of some of my decision-making when it comes to men. Be like, as in you'll put up with stuff that you normally wouldn't put up with because you don't want to be alone. Yeah. I think that's common among a lot of people, yeah. women, especially. But you can still be an independent individual, both being afraid to be alone. Which is you. Yeah. Yeah. Th this is where you're sort of an enigma. And I don't know if a lot of people know this about you, but uh, like a lot of people think you're a real tough girl, which you are. But you're also very soft and pink on the inside. Well, aren't we all? But, you know, <laughs> you are. And like, I, sometimes I'll say that to people who only know you from on air and they're like, what? Jenna's soft and girly? And I'm like, yes, I know. It's hard to believe. Get her drunk. She's a sap. I'm a tomboy in heels. Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah. Which I think is a, an attractive, but also intimidating quality for a man. Right. But they're out there looking for commitment. And that's what I'm looking for, boys. So, you know. If you're listening, holler, please just have a good job. I wish. Yeah, you don't want any broke ass like me. I can't, I, I cannot afford to support anyone. There you go. I can barely afford to support myself. So, you know. I wish we were still on the radio because we could do a whole like ratings promo. Find Jesse, Jesse. <laughs> find Jesse a boyfriend. Find, find Jesse, find Jenna a boyfriend. Like Wendy Williams did, my girl. She did that on her show. I am surprised over the years that that never happened and there was never a contest or a promo to auction me off like cattle. What well, we were on during the whole Me Too, so maybe it wouldn't have been right. a good idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're already in a committed relationship, the lockdown didn't actually do as much harm as some people would think. You would assume being locked in with your loved one and having to work next to them, always be around them. Yeah. You'd start to get really irritated, but about 50%. So half of people said that it made their relationship stronger. They said, especially when it came to communicating, showing affection and sex, their sex life's improved. And 68% of them said that after this lockdown, they're less likely to cheat on their partner, which is like, oh. yay. I don't know. I have never felt the urge to cheat on a partner while I'm with them. So for me to see like, 68% are saying they're less likely to cheat now. Like, what do you want a gold scar for that? Like, I don't know. It's just weird to me that only six, like a hundred percent should be sure that they don't want yeah. to cheat on their significant others. 
Did you say gold star or gold scar? Because you'll cut <laughs> I think I slurred a little somewhere. Yeah, Freudian slip. That you see again why I wish we knew that the genders and the age group of this study because that would make a big difference. You know? Oh, they probably have it written down somewhere, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, who cares? I didn't note it. Okay, hold on here. I could see the pandemic bringing couples closer together emotionally. It's like that thing when you go through trauma together, it, it strengthens your bond. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're still friends. <laughs> Jeez. Um, just because we are being more cautious with who we let in our bed and who we are dating and having sex with doesn't mean that you're going to have a boring sex life because people are still into freaky shit. 19% of respondents are more inclined to pursue an open relationship in the future. Oh. And 46% say they're engaging in more sexual experimentation from erotica to mutual masturbation to toys and beyond. I love mutual masturbation. And I think there needs to be more of an emphasis, particularly in the gay world, that there's other fun activities than just P and V, or in my case, P and B, you know, like, right. So many people just want to get to the in and out of it all. And I just, get her I, in. I don't know. What? <laughs> I said, just get her in. Yeah. And like, to me, there's other fun things that can be naughty and exciting, like mutual masturbation. There you go. So I don't know. It's, it's just very, um, and that's, that's, that's the whole study or the whole thing, but I had a feeling at the beginning of the pandemic, I'm sure we could go into an old episode and I'm sure I said at some point that I hope this changes the dating game that people are more going to look like if you're on a dating site, you're not just there to stick it in everything yeah, or get it in every, every from everyone. Right. Like, well, you know, you're there. People want to find relationships. And when people enter those kind of atmospheres, they just ruin it for so many people. And they do damage beyond just, you know, ghosting one person or whatever. Like that ghost of one person can make people feel like not validated or not like good enough. And, you know, it's just icky. So don't go on dating apps if all you want to do is fuck around. I agree. Uh, unless it's grinder, that's what that one's for. Exactly. Like, or be very open and honest with your intentions. I'm sure like, if I remember correctly on dating, it can say like what you're seeking. Like, are you yeah. seeking commitment or are you seeking? By the way, any straight guys listening that don't know what grinder is, check it out. It's a great cell phone game. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I think that this will change the dating landscape and we'll see when people start dating again. I don't know. It's nice to hear that study, though, that there's different stats than what we were hearing a year ago, which was this pandemic is going to ruin your relationship. Everybody hates each other. Like, maybe it's not all true. Well, I think the ones that were probably already in bad shape ended during yeah. the pandemic. And then the ones that were really strong survived. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. You know, I think here we go. I think I'm living in the past today. Can you tell? I um think back to my long time relationship when we went through a very traumatic incident I wanted it to bring us stronger together but he almost started to resent me for it and I think that's what you were just saying some couples when they go through it it tears them apart others brings them closer together right exactly exactly yeah. but I don't know I just thought that was a little promising for the future of dating if if that's an accurate you yeah. know survey time will tell as they say mm-hmm well, speaking of things sticking together, how about a story where a woman glued her eyes shut? What? Like intentionally? Yeah. Well, no, this is sort of in the gorilla girl category. Okay. Gorilla, gorilla glue girl. Gorilla glue. You remember oh, her. the chick that used the gorilla glue in her hair and it turned into yes. a helmet and she had to get it like surgically removed and shit. 
This might be her sister. Michigan woman glues eyes shut after mistaking nail glue for eye drops. And right away you think they're the same shape, right? So this woman's name is Yasidra Williams. She's in Michigan and she almost lost her vision last week after she mistook a bottle of nail glue for eye drops. Uh, you know, why do so many people have this Gorilla Glue lying around? Like, what, because what it's you... amazing stuff. I even have it. Like for her nails or something? That's what I'm thinking. Or just having Gorilla Glue around because you want to have glue. It's like having scotch tape around or duct tape. Okay, well. Okay. I mean, I do have super glue, but it's above the stove in that little cupboard that you can't reach. Well, you know? yeah. I mean, you usually have it away. Just don't have it lying all around, but maybe she's into crafts or something. I don't know. Well, we'll find out. Yasidra said she went to sleep with her contact lenses in, <gasps> which you should never do, right? No, it hurts. Well, she woke up at 1am because they were hurting and she wanted to take them out. And uh, so she reached inside her purse, which was next to her bed, grabbed what she thought was eye drops, Instead, she took the similarly sized bottle of glue out of her purse, which she uses to repair her broken nails. So I was right. Ah. I read this before. Um, thankfully, Isidra was with her husband when she realized her mistake. Quote, I was like, oh my goodness. And it just dropped in my eye and I tried to wipe it away and it sealed my eye shut. I just started throwing cold water on it and I was trying to pull my eyes apart, but I couldn't. And I started screaming for my husband to call 911. Can you just imagine the sheer, that what she felt that moment she realized what she did? Oh my God. And that stuff is instant. Ooh, right in your eyeball. That's gotta hurt. Like that's, what if it dries and gets like, oh my gosh. You're Have you like ever a- done mistakenly done something like this? Like, obviously not to this extent, but you know, use like not looking and use, I've done it twice. I've done it with bleach spray and I bleach things I didn't want to bleach, but. Right. What did you do? Uh, which time? Both? Oh God. Yeah. So one time I lived in the summer, I lived up in Whistler and took care of two dogs and lived in a cabin. And I used to drive this Hummer and I was driving to the beach and I was digging in the console for what I thought was Banaka. <gasps> for your breath. Yeah. Cause they have Banaka in there. And I, so I grabbed it and it was the same little, you know, spray bottle. And I picked it up and I opened my mouth and went, huh? and it was air freshener. Oh, I know that was pretty gross. Doesn't and- taste like it smells. Does it? No. Oh gosh, no, that, that made me feel really sick. I did not feel good after that. It's, I like huffed the whole thing, like, like, (laughs) so did you get that like a joint? (laughs) Did you get that feeling like your heart sinks? Probably like what she had when the first drop went in and she couldn't open her eye, you know, that sinking feeling like when you're choking. Yeah. That one wasn't as bad. I was just like, oh, my mouth, my friends were laughing at me. They thought it was hilarious. And then actually another time, this time I was in Wisconsin and we were driving to the beach this time again. That's so weird. And with my same friends. Anyways, um, my friend had just returned from Fiji and she had like pure coconut oil in a Fiji water bottle that she had in the car. And we were driving and we were really hungover. And I reached over. Oh, gross. And I went and took a huge gulp of coconut oil. Huge. That did not make me feel good either. Pretty sure my poops just like rocked out after. (laughs) No, I don't remember it doing anything other than making me feel really sick. The one time you wish you did that and it was vodka. Yeah, definitely got all my fatty, my good fats that day. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, well, Miss Yasidra here was rushed to the hospital where doctors were thankfully able to open her eye and remove the contact lens that was still in there. So, oh. but here's the thing, you know, you were saying sometimes bad things happen to make way for better things, or we were talking about that off air. Yeah. But uh, this was a case like that because the doctors told her the contact lens is what saved her vision. Yeah. It, it acted as a shield for the glue. Oh my gosh, that woman. Oh, and it was just one eye. Thank God. Here I'm picturing her blind. Why would she do both eyes? It was only one eye. Uh, but they say this particular chemical in the glue would destroy, like dissolve your eyeball. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Well, so. like, you know what I thought and the, the gorilla glue hair girl too, is having that seeping into your scalp or into your pores, like through your eye, like all those chemicals and toxins in it. Like for the hair girl, she had it on a lot longer, right? Yeah. I'm sure she started to get headaches and stuff. Like there's so much harmful stuff in that past, just the, you know, messing up your eye. Like you gotta be careful. So she, she can see again. Now her eyes healed. However, Yasidra did not get out totally unscathed quote. They said that my contact saved my vision, but they kept saying, you're going to lose your lashes. And I did, but that's okay. Oh, I would be sad if I lost my lashes, but you know what, girl? They stick on you now. <laughs> you don't yeah. even need no lashes. You can just wear those magnetic ones. Well, I got the feeling uh, that they were false lashes. Like, I don't know. Oh, just like she got, got the nails and the lashes and yeah, her extensions. Yeah, like she sounds like she's a real fabulous girl. Right. <laughs> Not right now. She's pirate. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I have three stories. How many do you have? I have one more. Okay. Do you want to go and then I do two or should I do sure. another one? Go, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead. Okay. Um, we've talked about matching tattoos many times and, you know, everyone says like, do not get matching tattoos with your lover or your husband or your wife. Like don't get matching tattoos with anyone, but rarely do people say don't get matching tattoos with your best friend. Well, you have a few. I have matching tattoo with my cousin. Yeah. Like physically matches is exact same. I've gotten tattoos with lots of friends, but not matching. We just- Well, Johnny Novak. Yeah, but those aren't matched. Oh yeah, they are it's, the same. Yeah, right. God, thank oh, God shit. I so, know you. Heed my warning then, this story, I was like all like gonna be like warning against, don't get matching tattoos, even if you've been friends with someone for a really long time. So I love TikTok. We've talked about that. And there is a Follow woman- Follow messy podcast. Yes. And there's a woman, although we're slow right now, we're dry because we can't really see each other. Yeah, but I feel like if we had more followers, we might be more inspired. Sure, sure. <laughs> so she has a best friend of 11 years that stole her husband and like took over her life. Is it, okay. is it about Shania Twain? No. This happened to Shania Twain and right? I've never gotten over it. Um, so the whole point of the TikTok was to answer the question, what's a mistake you learned the hard way that you can now help others avoid? So Nikki's response, like she stitched it or whatever. And she goes, don't get matching tattoos with your best friend. It's only cool until after she has an affair with your husband, takes over your entire life and starts raising your children as if they're her own. Don't get matching tattoos with your best friend. It's only cool. And Until she has an affair with your husband, takes over your entire life and starts raising your children as if they're her own. Ah! So much therapy though, really so much fucking therapy. 
would that give you any sense of, cause you know how girlfriends constantly have this jealousy thing going on. So in a way I'd be like, my life was so fabulous that you just had to steal it. Right. But at the same time, also losing your husband yeah, and kids <laughs> and that, and your best friend of 11 years. Like, it's not like they were just, you know, acquaintances, like best friend of 11 years. That's twice as long as we've known each other, Jesse. Wow. Do we know what the tattoos were? Uh, yes. So obviously, cause everyone wanted like to learn more. They're yeah. like, Oh my God, like tell us more about it. Cause it's only 60 seconds or 15 second video. Right. Um, it said on their, it was a tattoo on their ankle. They got in the same spots that says you keep me wild. And underneath was Morse code for best friends forever. Well, at least it didn't say actually BFF. But like, she's going to have that tattoo on her ankle too. The friend. Yeah. But maybe she likes it. She's like, yeah, I am wild. I stole your man. Rawr. It's just so messed up, you know? And, and I, I've always thought this miscon this uh, whole idea that women like to steal each other's men is so foreign because, you know, I've been best friends with my friends, some of them over 20 years now. Never once have we ever gone after the same guy, dated the same guy. Like we thought the same guy's hot and then one gets him or one doesn't. But like never would I ever, I've never even developed feelings for one of my friend's boyfriends. Well, what about the ones you thought were hot? Well, you think you're hot, but then you get to know him and, you know, He's not. there's a reason well, they're not with you. They're with your friend. You know, I don't really know any girls that have had this happen to them or have done it either, but you do hear about it a lot, like on the internet and pop culture. And my theory is that dating is so awkward and awful because you have to get to know somebody and everybody puts on sort of a show. It's just bullshit, you know, the first few dates. Right. So this way, it's a no pressure way to get to know a new person without any of that bullshit. So by the time they end up cheating with each other, you've probably had a few parties, you've maybe been over for dinner. If it's like, you feel like it's someone you know. Yeah, but at the same time, you've just created like a huge path of damage. Totally, but I'm but, just saying, I think that's why it's so easy to do. Right, but is it easy to do? Is this something that happens all the time? Well, I don't, well, we don't know anybody, but- I mean, it happened it to Shania Twain. Oh, did it ever? Oh my God. And her voice, her, that's what fucked up her voice. You know yeah, that? I know. I saw that she, Oprah. I saw that Oprah episode. Yeah. Go watch the interview with Shania Twain. It'll rip your heart out. And, and I just don't understand how that bitch could do that to her. It's the but then thing. she ended up with the bitch's ex-husband. Yeah, they, that they, they, swapped. They, they swapped. Yeah. See, that's the thing for the guys. Yeah. Once you get caught, I understand why the guys go with the friend because once you get caught cheating, well, I'm losing the main girl. Might as well go with the friend. But you know, you know how I just said that I've, as a woman, just based on my 35 years, almost 36 years of living, I've never had that desire to, to sleep with my friends, boyfriends. I like, never However, I find it is quite common in some relationships that men are quick to cheat with their, with their significant other's friend. So really, at the end of the day, it's the men that are the bad people. Of course, it always is. Men are not wired for monogamy. You know, I, know, I believe it can be done, but I just don't think men are wired that way. So it right. takes a lot of effort and a lot of the guys just don't care enough to try. I'm glad she went and got therapy though, because I think that's so good for her. Cause that, mm -hmm. Oh, that's gotta be a big, big, 
big, whoa, am I stroking? A big bag of, a big mix of emotions. Oh my God, Jenna, just drop what you're going to say there. It's got to be a lot of emotional roller coaster for her. Pretty much. Don't tell me we're going to have to start doing our old vocal warm ups again. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. But it is a really crazy story. Like imagine that having your best friend all of a sudden steal your husband and your children and your family and live your life all while having a matching tattoo. This sounds like a made for TV movie waiting to happen. So like Nikki, the one that got cheated on, she would be paid by someone who looked really cute and sweet, like uh, Candace uh, Bure Cameron or whatever. Her oh, name is. Choose someone else. I hate that bitch. <laughs> um, but then and, Witherspoon. Right. And then the best friend is going to look more like Angelina Jolie, you know? Yeah. 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 Now. We should write it and pitch it to Lifetime. Yeah. The only thing that needs to happen is there needs to be some sort of like death or kidnapping. And then that's like straight up made for TV movie. <gasps> I just got an idea. Maybe it's a, a bit of an I know what you did last summer thing. And the friend and the boyfriend hit someone with their car. And she's like, the only way I'm going to keep this secret is if you fuck me. And that's how it starts. So messed up, Jesse. What is wrong? Look at how excited you got there. We got to write a movie. No, you need to get a date, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I do. There was a lot of sexual pent up frustration, I feel there. And you have to have sex with me. (laughs) These are my friends these days. They don't talk back. A picture of Wendy and my dog. We went from a lifetime movie starring Candace Cameron Burry to some weird porny version of I Know What You Did Last Summer. I like it. <laughs> you know, this is what monogamy is also less common among gays, but I remember this was what, what year was this? It's sort of in 2008 this happened, but I was going with my boyfriend at a time to a cottage with another gay couple. And it was like me and one of the gay couple were more friends. And then we were just bringing our two boyfriends. Of course, the two boyfriends hooked up at the cottage. And really? We found out about it later. And, um, we didn't even break up with them because of it. They did it know. secretly though. That's what, I mean, if, 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 if it's not going to matter and break you up, then why not just tell, like be open and honest about it? Well, Maybe I think you wanted was... to hook up with the other guy. No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I was, je- I would have rathered his boyfriend too. <laughs> but anyway, the gays are, you, you almost can't compare the two communities. We're, right. We're different. we're different. Some of I, you. Yes. There are lots of monogamous gay couples. Yeah, I'm, I'm painting with a broad brush. Right. But there are. And I even think I am if I'm in, in the right relationship. Right. I really try to make myself sound very like some kind of slam pig on this show, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. What did you just call yourself a slam pig? Apparently that's the new slang term for slut. A slam pig. I learned that it sounds so incredibly... Like Gross. condescending and well, that's the point. Insulting, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, speaking of sex, ready for my next story? Sure. <laughs> it's also a medical themed one, just like my last one with poor Yasidra and her eyelashes. <clears throat> Doctors use saw to cut DIY sex toy off a junkie's penis. Balls what? to that. What does the junkie have to do with anything? Well, because he was all tweaky and stuff. Like, oh, well, okay. You'll, you'll get it. Like, let me start the story and you'll see. Right. I was wondering that too, because it doesn't ever say at any point what drug he was on. Right. So I was like, why does it matter that he was a junkie? It's just, it sounds like a very weird way to describe someone. 
you know, yeah, especially in a news story. Yeah. Anyway, I just don't know how many times we need stories like this about making your own sex toys before people realize it's never a good idea. Right. Well, a Moroccan junkie's do-it-yourself sex toy cut off the blood supply to his penis and had to be cut off with an electric saw, not just a manual. His penis had to be cut off? No. Oh. The The toy. The toy. His penis is fine. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this story. I'd be too traumatized. Right. So so this guy was high as a kite. They think maybe meth or crack or one of those crazy sex stimulants because he showed up to the ER wired as hell and both his penis and scrotum became, quote, swollen, blue, and extremely cold to the touch. It was dying. So they wanted to know, right, like how long has this been on there? Right, because that's all signs that his circulation is cut off. Exactly. So he told them 12 hours. 12 hours earlier, he started this, you know, hormone fueled play date with himself. And when he got there, he was still erect 12 hours. And uh, yeah, his bits were squeezed through this four centimeter gold ring. So it was very small. Oh, wow. He must have been pretty small to get it in there in the first place. Four centimeters in diameter. So what I'm thinking, that is very small. Can you like squish it in? Like, you know how like an octopus yes. gets into jars and stuff? So, so I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. I could like, when I'm not hard, I could fit in a toilet paper tube. Like, <laughs> yeah, we all know this. But yeah, but if I am like really ready to go, it won't fit. It's too thick. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not complimenting myself. So I think that was what he did, right? Like soft, it fit in and then he got hard and it was stuck. But even soft four centimeters in diameter is really small. Is diameter like this? That's circumference, isn't it? No, diameter is across. It's four That's centimeters. Small. That's like an actual finger ring. That is, t- yeah. Uh, maybe they got that wrong. F- 14 centimeters. Would that make more sense? That's too Yeah, big. 14 would make more sense. Maybe I, I typoed but the 14 one. 14 is like half the size of a school ruler. Yeah, that's too big. That's huge. Anyway, anyway, (laughs) this is what they did. So the medics first tried to use bolt cutters to remove the ring, but that didn't work. So they had to kick it up a notch and bring in a rotating saw that eventually succeeded in freeing his imprisoned penis. But it wasn't that easy. While one doctor was using the rotating saw, a nurse had to continuously pour cold water onto his dick to make sure that the heat from the saw didn't burn him. Because, you know, they go so fast. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine how scared, maybe he was high, he didn't care, but like, that would be traumatizing. Even just a little nick. Yeah, yeah. So thankfully the man's baloney pony returned to normal color and size without any long-term damage. He's so lucky. Imagine coming home from work. Yeah. Like, and you're a doctor and your wife's like, oh honey, or your husband's like, oh honey, how's work? How was work? And that's the story you come home with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you'll never, I bet they have lots. Some should write a book. Oh, they're not allowed to write a book. Too bad. Uh, anyway, the doctor wants everybody to know <laughs> penis strangulation is a real problem. It can be serious. In some cases, doctors have been forced to amputate entire penises so gangrene didn't spread. Look, don't make your own cock rings, boys. No, like, and if you do make it out of something like an elastic band, so you have to cut it off if, so you can cut it off if you need to. Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of safe cock rings out there. Just listen to our episode, The History of the Cock Ring. 
Dun, 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 dun. Okay, my last one is Florida woman survives being hit by a turtle. Oh, Florida. We haven't heard from Florida in a while. And is this any surprise that a headline like that would come out of Florida? I'm, am I turtly enough from the, for the, do you remember that quote? What is it? It's a uh, master of disguise, Dana yes. Carvey. Dana, Har- Dana Carvey. Am I turtly enough for my turtly? Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? Turtle, turtle. Such a shitty movie. A horrible fucking movie. I remember seeing that in theaters. I wonder what ever happened to him. He was a weird like SNL star and then he just sort of faded away. Yeah, he just probably enjoyed his money. Smart man. Yeah, you're right. That's what the smart celebrities do. You make your coins and get the hell out. Yeah, like like Adam Sandler. He's a perfect example. Like He's just an average, regular Joe Schmo. There was actually recently a TikTok that, of him and it's people making fun of themselves for doing like clown moves. And it was this girl and she was a hostess at like IHOP. Yeah. And Adam Sandler came in with his daughter, but of course it's Adam Sandler. So he's wearing like basketball shorts and a hoodie, obviously has his mask over. She didn't know it was him. And she told him that he'd have to wait 30 minutes. And so he left and she was like that one time that you served Adam Sandler and didn't know it was him. And <laughs> he's totally the type you just pass at the mall and not even, oh, yeah. maybe no, not him, sure. but like, yeah, he's got that look. Yeah. But then you have somebody like Wendy Williams who you'd notice. Well, you did notice I her. I did notice her. For her, what you notice about her is her size. She is a big woman. Yeah, yeah. She is tall and she is big and you see her. She's, she's like got a the big... Empire State Building hat on behind you. She's the yeah. same size. <laughs> There's the, it's like a capital yeah. letter P walking towards you. Right. And the other thing I noticed about her was how big her rings are. Oh, yeah. I think the diamonds were. She's very Mariah-ish that way. Yeah. Okay, so here's we go back to the woman who had a turtle hit her in the face. So the woman's daughter is the one that called 911 to help her. And she started the call with this quote, I swear to God, this lady has the worst luck of anything. (laughs) So yes, naturally, this happened in Florida. So the woman was 71 years old. So serious injury at that age. Uh, She and her daughter were driving on the highway. And all of a sudden, something came smashing through her windshield. And it wasn't a rock, which they thought at first, because that's common. It's happened to me. Uh, But me, it didn't go all the way through the windshield. Thank God. It was a turtle, a flying turtle. And the thing that I want to know about this that we never get answered is, why was the turtle flying? Is Luigi okay? (laughs) You're right. I didn't even think of that. It's like Mario Kart. Now we got another movie to write. This one for kids. Um, maybe I'm guessing the turtle is probably on the ground and like maybe a truck or something hit it. Oh, and and like spun it. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mario Kart. Okay. Well, the flying testudine. Okay. Did you know that's what turtles were? No. Me neither. Testudines. Okay. They sound, sounds like testicles. You learned something on this program. Yeah, the flying testudine hit the woman right in the face, left a huge gash on her forehead, which at 71 is going to take a while to heal. Well, concussion too. Who cares about the gash? Just make sure she doesn't have a concussion. That's true. So her daughter pulled over right away. Good thing she was the one driving and flagged another driver down for help, who if you listen to the 911 call, which we can't play for you, but it was like transcribed on this article, says that you can hear him in the background on the 911 call shouting, there's a turtle in here, there's a turtle in here. 
So the daughter said her mom uh, has the worst luck, but the turtle, on the other hand, had the best luck because he just had a few scratches and they released it back into the nearby woods where he slowly walked away. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Florida has a lot of animals in it. One of the other things you have to be really careful for driving on the highways and stuff in Florida is armadillos. They will ruin, they will destroy your car. They'll destroy the bumper, ripped it right off. Those are what Donkey Kong's throwing. Right. (laughs) Well, it's because they have such hard shells, right? So they just fucking go into a big ball and you can't destroy them with a car. I wish we could know what that turtle was thinking because that was the fastest he's ever moved and probably will ever move again. He's probably sleeping the whole time. But good to know their shells are doing their job. Man. I feel like that turtle has a lot of personality. For sometimes I keep, for some reason, I keep thinking of Franklin the turtle. Yeah. He's like, hey, my name's Michelangelo. Let's get a pizza. Right? Yeah. yeah. Franklin, where is his little backpack or whatever? His little Franklin the turtle always looks yeah. like a scout. He was like, I feel like him and Arthur are the same person. Right. <laughs> he just transitioned from a turtle to an armadillo. Isn't that what Arthur is? Yeah, Arthur the armadillo. Really? I didn't even know that. I think I'm right. I don't know. Half the time with these kids shows, I don't even think the animals are real. Like Peppa the pig? No, that looks like a high school drawing of a penis. Yeah, a short penis. Yeah. And Dora the Explorer, get the hell out of here. Right. And take your stupid map with you. I can't stand that girl. (laughs) Not as bad as Caillou. No. What are you doing making a cancer-stricken child act in a show like that? Come on. I don't think Caillou has cancer. I think Let's he's boy old. <laughs> oh, boy. Becoming uh-huh. a monk. Who, you? No, uh, boy. Caillou. Caillou, yeah. Okay. Caillou a boy? Yeah. I think so. We can't. All right, we're ending the show before we say something that'll get us canceled. <laughs> exactly. Fuck you, Caillou. Cheers! You too, Dora Explorer. <laughs> Fuck you. But Bart Simpson, you're cool. <laughs> Who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs>